the number one motivational speaker under 40 in the world. We've got one billion views. The Women Who Inspire podcast with Sahar Arfin. I am Sahar Arfin. Welcome to my podcast, Women Who Inspire. I'm the founder of the Posh Mum Club and a mother of two. I would like to encourage all mothers and women to chase their dreams in all aspects of their lives. I want this podcast to inspire and encourage you all to keep those dreams alive by listening to these inspirational women. Natasha, it's lovely to meet you. We have Natasha Grano to our our podcast today. She is a mum of one gorgeous little boy, a model, mum, fashion influencer with over a million followers from London. She has also appeared in Harper Bazaar magazine this June, and we'd like to welcome her this morning and hear more about her story. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I've just done the school run, so I've just got the kids off swimming lesson and um, <laughs> welcome you to our podcast um how's oh, your morning you. going yeah brilliant same thing school run for Rio and then back home sitting here with my assistant and my manager and we've had a meeting already which has gone successfully just planning like the next stages for the rest of this month and Yeah, and now here I am with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, it's great to have you. We'd love to hear more about your story. So your brand, what is your brand about and mission behind the brand? Um, If you could give us a little introduction about your business and um, what the aim is behind the brand. So behind the brand is me. Essentially, I am the brand. It's, you know, everything that I do is uh, the brand in itself. But beneath that there are so many different aspects and strings to it so the message behind my entire world my page what I like to put out there into the universe is to empower women and in fact men so um, you know people all over the world to achieve their dreams find their purpose and build their business into what they want to have in their life and so I use my uh, main platform which is Instagram and Um, I'm often in like articles and magazines and interviews, as you were saying, which are where people can find out more about how I did it, what I'm doing and, you know, everything that's going on in my world and how they can have that experience and opportunity too. And what made you start your business in Instagram? Because your, your sort of background was law. Um, what, what attracted your appeal to starting a business on Instagram? So how it began was I was pregnant, if I'm quite honest. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I've been a housewife for a couple of years and I just was super bored at home doing nothing. And I, my brain, I needed more stimulation. Yeah. So throughout my entire pregnancy, I started doing research online and I was researching influencers, but I went above and beyond that. So I was watching how influencers would use their platform to be, you know, to monetize it to make money from every single post they're putting up. And on top of that, to then, um, you know, create their own businesses out of it and become a brand. And then how some of them moved into the public eye and some of them went into different, uh, you know, genres and different places. And I wanted to 
follow those people that were inspiring to me at the time and see how they went. Like, you know, people like Zendaya, who's now on the cover of US Vogue. She was a huge inspiration. Um, uh, You know, some other huge uh, models in the UK and people like that. And then I had a mentor from America. And this mentor basically trained me with how to grow my blog. So at the time I had Natasha Guano, um, well, I still have it, Natasha-Guano.com, which is where you can see like a lot about me. And I used to have it as a full-time blog on there, which uh, now I less so do it. It's only really media on that um, because I'm super busy with the Instagram and at events, um, you know, meeting all my, um, I guess, my following and catching up with people and building that sort of um, repertoire rather than actually doing my blog which is amazing so um you you actually asked sorry how did it how did I get to it yeah I then um I effectively was you know what researching and doing all this online I was on YouTube going in what we call the black hole where you go deeper and deeper and deeper into YouTube until you find like the the best videos the stuff which is like ah that's so good that's so captivating I need that and I would just watch it and um, you know, learn and write notes. And this went on for nine months and the next six months following my pregnancy. So I would have had the baby and I was at home. And when he was asleep, I was researching if I wasn't sleeping, you know. Um, <laughs> and then it, it sort of grew from there. I decided, let me get 30 pictures ready in advance. I'm going to hit the floor running. I'm going to have 30 pictures. I'm going to put up in advance so my page is already full. So then I, as everybody knows, uh, you know, it's out there from when I was on the TV show with Trini, you know, Trini and Susanna. Yes, um, yes. So I basically, um, I bought an account of a girl who, who who was weirdly enough doing the opposite to me. She was, she was pregnant and I saw it said account for sale. So she was coming out of it and I was going into it. So we swapped places and her account didn't have so many followers at the time. It had like 50,000 and I knew there were active followers and I knew how to take them over. And so she didn't introduce me. She just said, I'm a fashion blogger. So if you follow in my same footsteps that carry on posting content, you probably will only lose some of the followers but the rest of them will just assume that you were another account they were already following and so I had my 30 pictures and I filled in all the spaces that were missing from hers put up those 30 pictures and then I hit the floor running and started posting one a day two a day and it went on a lot of younger uh, women are using Instagram um, a lot more for businesses. It's because a lot of people think it's just you know for pictures, but it, it is a really good business um, tool. Um, how do you balance motherhood and your work? Because obviously you have meeting, you have events, you have a lot of um, traffic, a lot of requests coming through Instagram, a lot of brands wanting to work with you. How do you balance that? So for me, the best way of balancing is to just structure my week perfectly. Yeah. So I, I I have, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to have full-time um, help. So I have, you know, a nanny who looks after my son um, when I can't be there, you know, to fill in those gaps. And he's at school, which he loves. He has his own agenda. Like he's one of those kids. <laughs> he just, he loves it. He goes to the park. He's like, friends, mommy. Like yesterday he was like, there's friends. Like he's an only child. So he yeah. loves having friends it is so cute and yet friends could be anybody you know we lose that inhibition when we're adults yeah because my daughters are like that as well they're like you know they'll make friends with absolutely anyone and I'm whereas <laughs> adults we're always we're always trying to sort of think you know oh I'm not sure if I can be friends with that person or well, maybe I need a bit more time there 
Yeah, completely. This is exactly it. And so, he, so, so you know, completely. Yeah. So like you know, he has his own agenda, and like I guess the thing that I probably missed was having friends who were also mummies and going to mummy classes and all of I I definitely missed that entire period. Um, but I have never missed time with my son. We have quality time over quantity, and okay. it's it's beautiful. And, and I arrange things in advance. I'm like, this weekend is just for my son. I'm not gonna touch my phone until four o'clock. And I okay, I've touched it at like three, but you know, I just I I have like like time set aside specifically for him time which is for my work and then really what I do is is I just I go to as much as I physically can I live life like a single girl that I think <laughs> this is I, I live life like a single girl you wouldn't know I was a mom but where I build it in is those times where everybody else is their friends or everybody else is drinking or doing something or uh doing something else I just I, I make that time to be a mummy so I have it like as though it's you know it is a full-time job as well so I have to run it in the most strategic way and yeah. um you know I built him into my work I take him to some things when I travel I try and take him with me as much as I can and then you know we do photo shoots together we we shoot for a lot of magazines together and it's beautiful we, we definitely have time which is like yeah. that um but I think the way to do it is to really structure your week and say okay so he's at school but how could I maybe gain more time in a day because we all have the same amount of time in a day but it's about how we use those hours and yeah. so you know what I would do is just say actually I won't do I did the school run today because it was a Monday and I like to start the week with like you know him feeling super loved and like he's dropped off and mommy's there and but the rest of it, I, I say, actually, I would lose an hour out of my day if I was to go to school and bring him back every day. So I, I can't do that every day. So I let, you know, where, where it's possible for me to do that, somebody else. Does. And so, um, you know, you delegate. Um, and then I think just, uh, you know, making choices and decisions of what you want to do in your life and how quickly you want to get there. And I know this is for his good. Like, I know that the bigger mommy gets, the bigger my platform, the more people I can help, the more love he has, you know? That's very true there. Yeah, you have to, because I think as mums, we feel like um, the less time we spend with our child, um, we're sort of losing out, but it's more about um, the quality, what we're giving back to the child. And if you are working and you are sort of stimulating your mind, you're actually um, a much more healthier and more productive mum. Um, totally agree. Could totally you give agree. five tips on building a successful Instagram account? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so first of all, content is key. You need to choose what you what you know what content you're putting up specifically. You need to be in a niche as well. You need to not just put up like. So it depends if you're going to have a brand or if you're going to be a page. Uh, if you're just going to be, let's say, you're a mummy who loves uh, to post delicious snacks that you make for you and your child every day. Yeah, now, that is definitely a market. In fact, everything has a market and that can be really successful, but you must automatically think to yourself, okay, I have to post once a day and my content is key. So I need to post content that my viewers are interested in. They like babies. Yes. They like food. Yes. Because that's what they're following me for. So you have to like choose that's if this person was doing that, for example. So then they would be posting content specifically in that field. If they start posting stuff like, um, you know, them with their friends, what they ate for dinner last night, which wasn't like a particularly pretty meal. It was just like I ate spag bol and it was like half eaten on a plate, didn't look particularly pretty. And it was like, um, you know, and then I had a beer with my buddy and 
this is the kind of stuff people don't want to see. That's what makes the difference between a personal account and when you make your your Instagram a business. So that's my uh, first tip. Okay. Um, the second tip would be hashtag. So when you put up your post in your caption, not in your in your first comment, not your caption, you've got to put 30 hashtags. I think that's the limit right now, 30. And so those hashtags, you want them to be things which are relevant. So let's just take an example. You would put, if let's do the same baby food one, right? Yeah. Um, so if someone was growing their Instagram as a baby page food, something, you know, around this, this genre, yeah. they would put up pictures of um this and underneath in the caption it would also be relevant and then the hashtagging below would be like hashtag baby hashtag baby food hashtag baby lover hashtag things relevant to that however you have to then go deeper and think how many posts are there going to be under the hashtag baby because hashtag baby is like got I I'm not I'm gonna guess right now I'm probably gonna go with like nine million posts. Yeah it's gonna have a big yeah a big one. Right? Yeah. Whereas baby food is probably only gonna have like a hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. Yes. Now smaller. if you're a small account you have to match what you're doing. So I've got like one point three million people on my account. So I would post maybe uh I would I would put a hashtag like mm, you know uh for a hashtag that has around two million so it's around your number. But if you want to be the top post in a hashtag, you need to choose a hashtag which has a lower amount of posts in ratio to your following. So if you have 10,000 followers, you need to choose hashtags which have below 10,000. Why? Because you need to be the number one post in that section, which means everybody oh, very clever. Who, who goes on to baby food is now gonna find you at the top and all of a sudden, you're this number one post, people are following you, they love what you're doing, it's so cool, you know? Yeah, that's brilliant, that's a brilliant piece of advice. So, <laughs> so that's another <laughs> one. Um, and then uh, another thing would be interaction. Like the first hour after you post is key. Everything that you do, if you think you can put a post up, put your phone down and then go and chill with your mates or like, no, yeah. you can't, <laughs> you, you, ha you, have to, you have to interact one hour before and one hour after. One hour before, you'll be interacting with like-minded accounts and one step above. And you'll be interacting with them because you're hoping that when you like their stuff, they will also come back to your page and like your post when you put it up an hour later. You'll also then interact with accounts the same way after you've posted to keep active. So the first thing you'll do is you'll hit the save button on your post. Then you'll click like your own post and then you'll caption it with your your press comment and put your 30 hashtags. So the Instagram instantly recognize this is a post that is interactive, it's being saved, let's hit it on the explore page. The more interaction you get on your post in the first hour creates um, a really visible post basically. And that's what you want. You want it to hit the explore page, you want Instagram to recognize that it's a super proactive post. Yeah, that's exactly what you need. Totally. So that's uh, another tip. Do you want another one? Yeah, last one. Go on, Natasha. What, what's your last? These are really okay. good tips, actually. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many that I love. Okay, and then the last one is story. Use your story to to really engage with people. So this is where I would say I put my personality in my story because on my post, it's a still shot predominantly. You just can't see who I am. And so in my story is where I like to 
come alive, you know? And I love people to really get to know me. So I'll do question time with people. I'll do interactive posts. You know, I'll put things up like, did you guys like this? I'll really ask questions, get to know my following, have everybody engaging with me. And I think that that is so important to have people who are really, um, you know, knowing that you're a real person, that you haven't got like somebody running your account. Okay, I have, I have a team that run my account. However, I do the posting in every capacity. The interacting and the rest of it, somebody else does. Apart from, I do interact with my fans through this method and on my posts, you know. I sometimes yeah, come back and, and reply. Um, but you have to appreciate when you have a thousand comments plus on a post. Yeah, it can you need, be, yeah, you need support. Yeah, totally. You know, and I like to reply to everybody, so I like, uh, I do that. But yeah, so your story is really key and you need regular stories every single day. And you can send your post to your story so that people know to then go and like it and comment on it, which really helps. And also on your story, you can put up really wonderful things and interact, like I said. So yeah, those are my top tips for today. Oh, thank you, Natasha. Also, um, I'm pregnant at the moment. Congrats! I mean, you must work with a lot of um, brands that center around pregnancy. Is there any, you know, any one particular or maybe two particular brands that um, women should look out this summer for pregnancy? Um, well, I absolutely love alexandalexa.com. I work with them a lot. They are incredible. A lot for baby clothes as well, by the way, and bikes and everything you can think of. And yeah. it's, it's phenomenal. It's like everything that I would ever want for my child online. Um, and then another one would probably, for, I mean, are you thinking for like uh, maternity wear? Yeah, maternity wear, just, you know, because a lot of the stuff, I don't know, it just looks a bit mature and you just want something fun, but also something comfortable, like comfortable leggings, comfortable jeans to wear during pregnancy. Sure. You know what? I like Jojo Maman Bebe. Okay. Um, This is a very nice brand. You know, I feel like it has, uh, you know, a, a, it, it's just really beautiful um, <laughs> for, for pregnancy wear. Do you know it? Yes, I know. We've got one in, in the high street and it's brilliant because so do I do visit them and their stuff in there is very, very good. But I will have a look at some of the pregnancy wear that they have, um, definitely. And before you go, one more thing, um, a piece of advice to younger women looking to start a business. I mean, if you had to go back and sort of just the one key thing, because a lot of people give up, they start and it's just totally. so hard it's just not worth it what keeps you going what what you know to be honest what really keeps me going is knowing that I'm helping others you... yeah like knowing that every single post I put up my captions is helping somebody and it's drawing them in with the beauty with the fashion with the brands with all of this stuff that everybody likes to look at because it's pretty and they enjoy my lifestyle and the shooting and the way that I live but actually the magic is in the caption and knowing that every single day I am helping somebody else to get closer to what they want to do and knowing that somebody else is going to be able to do what I do. You know, it, you don't have to be special. Like with, with Instagram, the good thing is there is no age limit, you know, yeah, there is absolutely true. no age limit. You can do it as young or as old as you want. And you, there is absolutely no age limit. And I think that is the main thing to remember is that you have all the time in the world. And if you have done your research 99% of it is in the thoughts and the feelings. And I learned that from my mentor, Hildy. She is incredible. And you see me, uh, she's called Hildy Rowley. And you'll okay. see me like, like posting about her on my uh, Instagram. 
but basically if you want to you know believe in yourself then you should because 99% of it like I said is all in how you believe and if you believe you can do it you genuinely just say I can do this 1% is in the action and that's all it takes and as nuts as that is trust me opportunities will present itself in front of you like in front of you stuff will come into your um you know your view that you'd never knew was there like all of a sudden the brand will just be like oh I really want to work with you or a girl will be like I'd love to buy that where can I get it and you start to evolve and and it happens quicker than you think and the trick is do not lose hope and how not to lose hope like I said just believe in yourself every day knowing that you are going to have a super successful page very very soon and it's just a matter of time with getting enough people knowing about you hosting events or going to events, depending on which side of the fence you're on um, and getting your, your name out there as a brand, the right publicity. I mean, Instagram is the main advertising stream, uh, you know, these days, Instagram and Facebook. So it's, uh, it's so powerful. You don't need to it's be very advertising. Powerful. Yeah. Like you don't need to be advertising on TV anymore. You know, you can just advertise entirely on Facebook and, and Instagram and that's powerful so if you remember that then you know that your business is totally set for something incredible and then I would say just uh, keep building and putting up fresh content new content never get never if you get to a point you like, haven't got anything to post then go out there and go and get some more content because people are following you and the more you post the more they recognize this person is serious I really love their stuff if you don't post for a week that, that's not really a brand. That's not really a page because a person who doesn't post for a week, even if you go on holiday, you still have to post. It's like a full-time job, but you can, job, fit yeah. it, you can fit it in around you. So, you know, if your baby's off sick that day and he's not feeling well and you guys are going to watch movies, he's going to have a minute where he sleeps. And in that minute, you're going to need maybe half an hour. Sit and just take that time and do your post. And also post always in the evening. You know, use Instagram as a platform when people are online and it's in the evenings really between like six and nine. That's the optimum time um, or before the school run, different, you know, different people before yeah. rush hour, they say. Yeah. Thank you so much, Natasha. I hope you have a lovely day and um, we'll be hearing from you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care then. Thanks for listening to Women Who Inspire. Find us at theposhmumclub.com and on Instagram. Create something magical for yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you for spending your time here today on the Law of Attraction podcast. And for those of you that write reviews from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so much to every one of you because it's through your words that this show grows. It's through your time and sharing it with friends that this knowledge can go viral, that this wisdom that we share here on the show can reach hundreds of millions of more people all over the world who also are looking to improve their lives, to better their lives in some way. So thank you so much for that. I hope you enjoyed it and make sure that you hit subscribe if you're not yet a subscriber so that you are able to get all these shows delivered right to you twice a week every single week and we always have the coolest rock stars and guests on this show so no doubt you're going to enjoy the next one as much as you did this one thank you so much for tuning in my name is natasha graziano make sure you hit that link and get your free gift below where you can take away something and practice it today thanks again